that today is Random Acts of Kindness Day? Yeah, it is. Today is Random Acts of Kindness Day. And I don't know why it should be just one day. We should, for us as Christians, we should be randomly acting kind. <laughs> like all the time. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. No, we should. It shouldn't be just a day. It's our lifestyle. We're kind. We're nice. We're sweet. We're happy. We're joyful. We know how to do it. Glory to God. Yeah. Amen. So I have the life of God in me. Say that. I have the love of God in me. And I have his nature. And I have his ability. Therefore, 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 I'm more than a conqueror through him that loved me. That is Christ Jesus. Speak to my heart. Change my life. Manifest yourself in me today. In Jesus' name. All right, bedrock truths. God cannot lie. His word is true. We can trust in him. Jesus is the same. And forever. And as he is, are we. I want to talk to you today about a voluntary submission. A voluntary submission. That sounds right. It is right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let's go to Mark chapter 3, please. Woo! There's no other way. Oh, there is another way, but you don't like it. It won't be good for you. Voluntary has its uh, benefits. Mark chapter 3, verse 13. King James. And Jesus went up into a mountain and called unto him whom he would, and they came unto him. He ordained 12. The first thing he did with this ordination of the 12 was what? So they could be with him. His number one thing. This is it. So they could be with him. And the ants followed after that. But number one, number one, never forget he's called you to be with him. He hasn't called you to, to evangelize the world first. No, uh, evangelize yourself and be with him. <laughs> Amen. And he says, and that he might send them forth to preach and to have power to heal sickness and, and to cast out devils. You see all those ands afterwards? Get number one first and the ands will follow. Get your number one in order. Get your number one to the number one and you will be one with one. Amen. The passion, it says he pointed the 12 whom he named as apostles. He wanted them to be continually at his side. He wants you to be continually at his side. Continual. Not just sometimes. <laughs> he wants you to be continually at his side as his friends. As his friends. People who hang with him. This is what I'm talking about, a voluntary submission. And he could send them out to preach and have a, listen to this, and have authority to heal the sick and to cast out demons. The authority didn't come until after you get the number one. This is what I'm talking about, your voluntary submission. Now listen to this. I went to, I dug into some commentaries today, or yesterday and today, and the day before that too, and probably a couple days before that. And it was just continual. Praise the Lord. Anyways, this is from Matthew Henry. Matthew Henry, John Henry. He said this, 
that they should be with him constantly, to be witnesses of his doctrine, his manner of life and patience, that they may fully know it and be able to give an account of it, and especially that they may attest the truth of his miracles, that they must be with him to receive instructions from him. You must be with him in order to get instructions from him. Why? Because you voluntarily submit to his instructions. Then the authority comes. Woo! Amen. So it says they must be with him to receive instructions from him, that they might be qualified to give instructions. Let me say that again. They must be with him to receive instructions from him, that they might be qualified to give instruction to others. You don't qualify until you've received. Voluntarily submitted. It will require time to fit them for that which he designed them for. It takes time. You got to hang. <laughs> oh, this is going over real good. John 14, please. <laughs> John 14, verse 1. And we will be going back to Mark, but it's in a couple different um, uh, versions. But John 14.1, we know this one. Because I want you to think about this. Jesus called, because this thing has been just percolating. Jesus called his disciples so they could be with him, so that they can hang with him. So this is why in John 14.1, he says, don't let your heart be troubled. I got you. Don't you worry about nothing? You voluntarily submitted to me. My authority is given to you. You got nothing to fear. So that's why he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Right? Listen to this complete, complete Jewish Bible. It says, don't let yourselves be disturbed. Don't be disturbed about what's going on. He's got it. He's got you. Amen. It says, don't let yourself be disturbed. Trust in God and trust in me. Isn't that the whole thing? Why don't we want to tithe? Because we don't trust. Well, we don't think it's going to work. Well, I said that scripture for my healing and it didn't work the first time. Praise the Lord. Amplified. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Don't be distressed. Don't be agitated. <laughs> you ever get agitated? I get agitated. <laughs> ah, you believe in and adhere to and trust in and rely on God. So you believe in and adhere, adhere to and trust in and rely also on me. Amen. John 15. Amen. Just a chapter over. Verse 9. King James. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. See, he's, he's telling these guys. He's trying, to, he's, he's trying to get something to them. Saying, okay, listen. Listen. Linda, listen. <laughs> he says, I got something to say to you. Trust in me because I believe in you. Amen. As the Father have loved me, so I have loved you. 
Continue in my love. Verse 10, if you keep my commandments, you shall abide. You live, dwell, habitate in my love. Even as I've kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may, might remain in you. He's got a joy that remains. In troubled times, when you're feeling distressed and agitated, there's a joy that you can just could you, could you, stir it up. Do like Ashton did. Get your ha-has going. Come on. It's only necessary when it's necessary. And, you, and sometimes you just have to. Especially if you're surrounded by idiots, it's a good time to get your ha-has going. Right? And even if you get a laugh because you're an idiot. It's like, <laughs> And they just think, why? You're just really happy. No, you're an idiot. Anyways, so don't do that. Okay. He says, these things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, that your joy might be full. And that word full means overflow. You should, there should be spillage of joy coming out of you. Amen. Especially when times are like um, pandemics and all that other stuff. There should be a joy coming out of you, unagitated joy, untroubled joy. Amen. This is my commandment, verse 12, that you love one another as I've loved you. If we start loving one another, there's going to be less splits. <laughs> less. There'll be none. We'll be too busy loving. Come on, Pastor used to say, try to love one another. He used to say that with marriage counseling, but I'm telling you what, it's, it's with life counseling. Try to love people. Yeah. Verse 13, greater love has no man than this, and a man laid down his mask for his friends. Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> that a man laid down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, or up till now, I call you not servants, for the servant knows not what his Lord does, but I have called you friends. For all things I have heard from my Father, I have made known to you. Well, you're not going to hear it unless you hang with them. He said, I've called you to be with me. And he wants to talk to you. Let me talk to you. He, he wants to talk to you. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Mark 3, verse 14, New Living. It says, they were to accompany him. Were to accompany him. Let's hang with and he would send them out to preach, giving them authority. See, he sent them out to preach, giving them authority. The authority didn't come before he started hanging. Hang with them first. The message. The plan was that they would be with him. He's got a plan. Because everybody, what's my plan, Lord? Oh, give me a plan for my life. What do you want me to do? Be with him. <laughs> I know it's deep. <laughs> what do you want to do with my life? Well, be with him. His plan was that they would be with him, and he would send them out to proclaim the word, give them authority to banish demons. Like the, the, but see where the authority came? So far down the, down, the, down the pike of the ands, right? Why? Because there's a voluntary submission, and all of this stuff goes with it. Amplified. He pointed 12 to continue to be with him. Continue. It's just, so this is not just a one-time thing. This is a continual. Amen? Hmm. 
that he might send them out to preach as apostles and, and special messengers. You're special. You're so special. And to have authority and power. Come on, you have authority and power. The badge and the gun. How long? That was years ago. And I still remember that. We got the badge and the gun. Don't mess with me. Clint Eastwood. <laughs> There's a new sheriff in town. So you have the authority and power to heal the sick and drive out devils. Luke chapter 10, verse 1, please. Let's go there. <laughs> After these things, the Lord appointed another 70 also, and he sent them two by two before his face. So if you, if you do the math, he sent out 35 teams. I know, it's steep. <laughs> 70 divided by 2 is 35. He sent out 35 teams of people. And he sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself would go. And therefore he said unto them, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that we send forth laborers into his harvest. Now, Jesus picked out apostles to, to be with him. And, and I, I think about when I started hanging out with Pastor Gary, um, it wasn't to preach. It wasn't to teach. It wasn't to lay hands on the sick. It had nothing to do with ministry at all. Nothing. We just hung out. We went to the gym. We had coffee. I, if anything, my, my job, quote-unquote job, was to take our, our church library that was in a banker's box and set it up at a table. When we went to those full gospel businessmen meetings, and, and we would set that up, and, and people would say, well, oh, you're with Pastor Gary? Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? I'm with Pastor Gary. <laughs> so what is she calling? I'm with Pastor Gary. And so... When it came to writing out goals, pastor would always give goals, 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 and, and, and have us write them out. But my goal was always so simple. You know what my goal was? Make them succeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goal is to evangelize the world. Give peace a chance. No, no. Uh-uh. No, it was real simple. Make them succeed. Why? He, su he succeeds, so do I. The authority that is on him comes to me. Why? Because I've proven myself. Right? You prove yourself faithful, faithful things happen to you. What did I do? I voluntarily submitted. Even if I didn't like it, I voluntarily submitted. You mean you didn't like it? No. <laughs> it was only once, but, but I volunteered. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, that's only two. <laughs> that's 2022. So, yeah, I got my one in. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luke uh, 17, please. <laughs> oh, 10, 17. Just a page over. And it says, and the 70 returned again with joy. It's good to return, but it's good to return with joy. The seven sons of Sceva returned, and it wasn't too joyful for them. <laughs> they was naked. They was naked and bruised and beat up. 
How do you take that? And, and, and you know, <laughs> how was your trip? <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, we had some issues. So the, the 70 returned again with joy saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through your name. And he said unto them, behold, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. You're gone. And behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Notwithstanding in this, rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Now the word subject. Talking about the spirits that are subject unto you. Hupostasso, which means enforced submission. That is an enforced submission, right? And this is from the Theological Dictionary of the New Testament. Woo! I know. Um, now in the Passion, verse 19, it says, Now you understand that I have imparted unto you my authority. you got to understand. I like that. Now you under, he's having this conversation. Now you know. You understand? I, I give you my authority, his authority. He says, I have imparted to you my authority to trample over his kingdom. You'll trample on every demon before you, overcome every power Satan possesses. Absolutely nothing will harm you as you walk in this authority. That authority. What's, what authority? The one that he gave you. Walk ye in that However, your real source of joy isn't merely that these spirits submit unto your authority, but that your names are written in the journals of heaven, that you belong to God's kingdom. This is the true source of your authority. The true source of your authority is knowing that you are in heaven. Your names are written. You're born again. You're saved. And you're going to be there. And while you're going, you're going to go be there. But while you're here, he has imparted unto you his authority. 21. Then Jesus, overflowing with the Holy Spirit's joy, exclaimed, Father, thank you. That's how we should pray. Jesus teaches us how to pray. Father, thank you. Not I need, I need, I need, I need. No, just thank you. For you are the Lord supreme over heaven and earth. You have hidden, the, listen to this, you have hidden the great revelation of this authority from those who are proud, those who are wise in their own eyes. You have shared it with the, these who humbled themselves. Humbled themselves. You humble yourself to hang with him. Yeah. Yeah. There's times that I want to go to, over to pastor's place. Just because I had other things to do, but I made room. Why? Voluntarily submitted. And when I did, good, always cool things happen. Saved him from a bathtub. Saved him from a bathtub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like in Genesis in the garden, he was naked and not ashamed. But... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Woo. Praise the Lord. <laughs> You're beautiful evening. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Woo. Okay. 
Me too. <laughs> it took a while to get that. I'm good. Go for it. I'm not scared. No. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh huh. Let's start this in 21 again. <laughs> Woo! Okay. Verse 21. Then bring it back. Then Jesus, overflowing with the Lord, Holy Spirit's joy, exclaimed, Father, thank you, for you are Lord supreme over heaven and earth. You have hidden the great revelation of this authority from those who are proud, those who are wise in their own eyes, and you've shared it with these who humbled themselves. Yes, Father, this is what pleases your heart, to give these things to those who are like trusting children. Come on, childlike faith. What's that? Papa! Man, so good. James 4, chapter 7, please. We'll go in the um, King James. James 4, 7. We know this one. Then we're going to spend a little bit of time in James. James. Brother James. Verse 7. Are you there? All right. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil. He will flee. That word submit is the same word as the other submit, where the devils are subject to your name. But this is a little different. This is where I got the, ta- the title of my message. This means, out of the theological dictionary of the New Testament, a voluntary submission. Submit yourself to God voluntarily. See, resist the devil, he will flee. When you submit voluntarily to, the, to God, the authority comes on you, the power comes on you, the resistance is like, pff, are you kidding? It'd be like Jesus when the devil tried to tempt him, he just <laughs> looked and went, turned his back on him, it is written. Yeah, isn't that something? Verse 5, do you think this, the scripture says in vain, the spirit that dwells in us lusts and envy or boiling over with jealousy because he is so in love with you? The message, do you suppose God doesn't care? The proverb has it that he is a fiercely jealous lover. Come on, isn't that good? Living Bible. What do you think the scripture means when it, when it says that the Holy Spirit, whom God has placed within us, who placed it? Who placed him within you? God has placed the Holy Spirit within you. And it says that, um, and he watches over us with tender jealousy. He's just watching, just watching. Man, this is this Adam Clark. Commentary. When a man acknowledges him in all his ways, he will direct all his steps. Come on. When a man acknowledges God in all his ways, God will direct all of his steps. The covetous man grabs at the, grasps at the shadow and loses the substance. Come on. If you're covetous, you're just grasping at shadows. 
and you're just losing whatever it is you're trying to grasp at. I thought that was pretty cool. Thank you, Adam Clark. New Living Translation in verse uh, James 4, 6. But he gives us even more grace, even more grace to stand against the evil desires. As the scripture says, God approaches the proud, but he favors the humble. He will favor you. So humble yourselves before God. Resist the devil. He will flee from you. Come close to God, God and God will come close to you. Amen. Amen. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 34, in the New King James Version, it says, Surely he scorns the scornful, but he gives grace to the humble. Uh-huh. And the wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the legacy of fools. Mm-hmm. I like that. The wise shall inherit glory. New living. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. You're going to get mocked? You want to get mocky? He'll mock you. But he's gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Mm-hmm. Honor. Honor. Why? Because you voluntarily submit. James 4, 6, and Amplified, he gives us more and more grace. Power of the Holy Spirit to meet this evil tendency in all others fully. That is why he says God has set itself against the proud and the haughty, but he gives grace continually. There is a continual grace to the lowly, huh? to those who are humble enough to receive it. Are you humble enough to receive his grace today? Yes. That's all he's saying. Hey, would you just take it? Yes. Just take it. Hallelujah. So be subject to God. Right? Voluntarily submit to God. Resist the devil. Stand firm against him. Why? When you voluntarily submit, it's going to be easy to stand. Amen. It says, resist the devil. Stand firm against him and he will flee from you. Come close to God and he will come close to you. Submission is an act of the will. It is saying, not my will, but yours be done. That's when the Bible expeds... Ooh, exposition commentary. Not my will, but yours. Hallelujah. Let's go to Luke chapter 18, please. Luke chapter 18. I'm going to read it to you out of the Message Bible, verses 9 to 14. What a story. Man. But again, this is the voluntary submission. Verse 9. He told his next story to some who were complacently pleased with themselves over their moral performance. (laughs) Complacently pleased over their moral performance. I am so good. Oh, let me tell you just how good I, how sweet it is to be loved by me. Let me tell you. Uh-huh. And they looked down the noses at the common people. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, the other a tax man. A tax man. And the Pharisee posed and prayed like this. Oh, God, I thank you that I'm not like other people. Robbers, crooks, adulterers, or heaven forbid, even this tax man. (laughs) This piece of work over here. I'm not like that. I fast twice a week, tithing all my income. Some people are pretty proud about their tithing experiences. Just leave that over there. 
Um, meanwhile, the tax man slumped in the shadows, his face is in his hands, not daring to look up. Come on. He said, God, give mercy. Forgive me, a sinner. Verse 14, Jesus comment, uh, commented, commented, thank you. This tax man, not the other, went home made right with God. If you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're content to be simply yourself, just be who you are. Just be who you are. And you'll become more than yourself. Be yourself so you can become more than yourself. I know it's deep. It's good. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 8. Just got a couple more verses. Can you handle a couple more? Okay. Mark 8, 27. We learned this one, John, back in uh, um, the uh, Doc Barclay days. And um, Mark 8, 27. I'm going to read it out of the New Living just because it's uh, a little bit easier to read. Jesus and his disciples left Galilee, went up to the villages near Caesarea Philippi. And as they were walking along, he asked them, who do people say that I am? What are people saying about me? Well, well, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say you're one of the other prophets. Then he asked them, but who do you say that? I, what are you saying about me? Well, he took my son to heaven. He took my daughter to heaven. They needed another flower in the garden. Come on, what a bunch of hoofla. What are you saying about him? Well, it gives me life that more abundantly. He thinks only good towards me and you. He said, who do you say I am? Peter replied, you are the Messiah. And Jesus warned them not to tell anybody. But now he's told us to tell everybody. Right? Last, ver last set of verses. Luke chapter 24. Please. Look at this from Sunday. Heartburn. Heartburn. Luke 24, 32. And, and the disciples said to one another, did not our hearts burn within us? Heartburn. You should have heartburn in a good way. While they talked with us, by the way, while he opened unto us the scriptures, what were they talking about? Restored intimacy back when they were just getting together. They forgot about the ministry part. They forgot about serving and all that. They were just hanging with Jesus. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, we got our eyes off the prize. We got our eyes busy doing instead of busy being. We're supposed to be with him. That's why when he shared the scriptures, that's what he started doing. That's when he began his discipleship with the disciples. When he started, pastor used to take me into his office for two hours almost every day. Bring your Bible. I had most of his notes before you guys did. Oh, yeah. It's true. It was cool. Restored intimacy, right? Verse 45, then he opened their understanding. What happened? They got restored back to their in, in, the regular where they were before. They hit the reset button. And then all of a sudden, 
They're, 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 uh, um, he opened their, uh, their understanding. Your understanding got opened again because it got clogged that they might understand the scriptures. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what he, come on, that's his plan for us today. He wants to open our understanding. He wants to get us restored back to, come on, back to where we started. Hallelujah. Forget all the other stuff. It's just stuff. What about him? When you think it's all about him, it makes it so easy to voluntarily submit. Look at what he's done for us. Hallelujah. What a God he is. What a God he is. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, we serve. Voluntarily submit. We serve him. Why? Because as we serve him, as he is, so are we in this world. Come on, doing the things that he's called us to do. Number one is to be with him. And then you can fill in the ends afterwards. He'll direct you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, he's so good. As I was reading through this, I found my five favorite words in the Bible. Look at verse 41 in Luke 24. Have ye any meat? <laughs> Come on, Jesus said it! <laughs> That's my first five, my five favorite words in the Bible. Have ye any meat? <laughs> And they gave him a piece of broiled fish. So that tells me that they're going to be barbecuing <laughs> and a honeycomb. <clears throat> did you know? Did you did you notice it? Yeah, there was no broccoli in that. <laughs> broiled fish and a honeycomb. No greens. Uh-uh. 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 Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I like this. Uh, verse 52. They worshiped him and returned to Jerusalem. We return back to where we started from with great joy. Great joy. And we're continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Amen. There's a continual. That's what we do. Continually. Why? Because we voluntarily submit to them. It's real easy to do. Hallelujah. Yeah. Those of you that are watching live streaming on, on um, YouTube, if you've not made Jesus the Lord of your life, what an opportunity. What an opportunity. Just say with me, Lord Jesus, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. And I thank you. From this moment on, we are one in Jesus' name. Amen. It's that easy. It's that easy. Jesus did all the heavy lifting for us. Hallelujah. That's why it's so easy to voluntarily submit. Praise the Lord, everybody. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. 
We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.